Typical, but I like it. Um, you're listening to Podcast 118. Hey, Arnold, re-education, where every week, two lifelong friends, that's us, gather to rewatch, review, and relive every episode and movie of the classic Nicktoon, Hey, Arnold. And I'm one of your hosts, Sean. And I have not been hot for teacher, nor mm. have I been a purchased boyfriend. <laughs> I am, I'm Michael, and I guess you could say I'm just plain smitten with the idea of doing this podcast with you. You had that line read so ready, and I love it. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, oh, oh my. my God. Yeah. Today, we are covering Season 2, Episode 14, uh, wherein Side A is Helga's boyfriend, Side V is crush on teacher. These episodes happened, and they were fun. Um, <laughs> they, were matters, yeah. they were matters of the heart, back to they back. They were matters of the heart, yeah. that's for sure. Um, but before we dive into it, just make sure to give us a follow, subscribe to us, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Good Pods, wherever you choose to listen to us. Um, leave a rating and review, especially if you like what you're hearing here. So other people will find us too, maybe. Yes, please. And uh, as always, the socials, Twitter, Instagram, at uh, PC118pod, and the Gmail, PC118pod, at gmail.com. Yeah, what he said. And that's us. Yes, that's it certainly us. is. Yeah. Uh, Michael, I didn't have any, like, <laughs> witty banter before. No, it's so. okay. The side A was Helga's boyfriend. <laughs> For the original air date was November 5th, 1997, written by Steve Vixton and Rachel Lipman, directed by Tuck Tucker and Larry Likelighter. In this episode, short and sweet and to the point, Helga uses Stinky as her boyfriend to try and make Arnold jealous. She sure does. That's, and yeah, that's what happens. It is what happens. It's basic, a very A to B plot. Again, like, so. Okay, so let's let's call out the elephant in the room as far as like where we are in season two right now. Right now we are in kind of we're in sort of like a weird like prequel-ish situation. You know, we've it's like we watched Raiders of the Lost Ark and then we queued up Temple of Doom and we're like, What? This took place before that? This is like Indiana Jones messing around with some annoying blonde lady and hanging out with a Chinese kid before he goes to find the fertility idol in Peru or whatever in Central America. So anyway, I don't know why, but for whatever reason, like the, yeah, the sack, the latter, this half of season two consists of basically like holdovers from season one. Henceforth, like we're back to this again, like I've referenced this before, I think when we, when we first got to the camping episode and like uh, Sally's comment, they were clearly using like a different animation studio or, and yeah. the, the art style, the art direction was a little different. Like, and I'm just kind of not a fan of this one as much. It kind of yeah, looks. Helga's face warps in a couple of It scenes. does. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. She like becomes a croissant. Yeah. It's very, very rubber hose, very like kind of cuphead vibes a little bit mm, there. <laughs> kinda, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Which is maybe that's what kind of, maybe that's what sort of takes me out of it a little because like the visual style has this, has that going on. And yet we're still watching just these very kind of, you know, for all intents, like in purposes, like just got grounded, plausible stories of things that could happen to these kids. But mm-hmm. we're having to watch it in this, I don't know, this palette doesn't necessarily do it for me. I think even the coloring feels a little weird. It feels like kind of yeah. like chalk, like like coloring, pa- like, yeah, like chalk on the sidewalk, which kind of looks cool, like as stills. Yeah, for uh, sure. But it's got its moments. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, uh, first off, thank you for calling those things out, because those are the things that go <laughs> right over my head. <laughs> it's all right. Um, 
but now that you mention it, yeah, I mean, it felt like, I mean, I knew I was watching Hey Arnold, but it, it kind of felt like I was watching an episode of an episode of Hey Arnold, I guess. <laughs> like, mm, like if we fed in, like, like felt... if we fed in, if we like asked an AI to write us an episode of Hey Arnold. <laughs> yeah. yeah, with a very standard plot, which is, I mean, not at all what the opening scene is yeah. on the movie screen. It's a yeah. really, I couldn't follow what the movie they were watching was about. In any sense of the word. Yeah, I couldn't. Like, it was like, okay, so it seems like, okay, yeah, so they're watching this, like, old-ass black and white movie, which I guess they yeah. seem to do a lot in this in this mm-hmm. city. Uh, like, Buddy Love Goes Coconuts definitely was not produced in the mid-90s. He did not go coconuts in it, the 90s. Yeah, well, he might have gone coconuts in the 90s. Maybe. Depends if it was, like, a long-running franchise that type was of deal. Not, that was not put on the, uh, on the screen. No. So this was, like, I, it was kind of like a Casablanca situation. It was, like, lovers and a commercial... Like an old timey commercial jet of some sort or commercial yeah. airplane, but it looked like maybe it was just like some kind of screwball co- romantic comedy drama. It seemed like one of the stewardesses had a thing for the captain, but the <laughs> captain, she was jealous that the captain was interested in one of the other stewardesses. So I think she just makes out with either the co-pilot or one of the other stewardesses to make the captain jealous. I think that was yeah. the crux of that was the crux of the narrative. <laughs> yeah. Am I crazy or did the plane crash? And what was I watching something else and I blurred these together? Wait, what do you mean? I mean, there was a weird like cut, right? Like yeah, in like, in that intro were, sequence. They were, they were on land and things were on fire, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not crazy. Yes. Yeah. 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 No, yeah, you got I it. Don't get it. You got okay, it. Okay. Thank you. I'm not. Okay. <laughs> weird but, me out. But it was good. I was gonna say they like they're completely unscathed. But are we to believe that? Assuming, I mean, I don't know, man. These planes like they've there's always people inside. But I think we're only looking Everyone's at the dead. crew. <laughs> I think all Everyone the passengers, all the passengers died except for these, <laughs> except for this crew who was like this is sleeping the around. Episode of Lost is what it was. <laughs> and they rescoped it and gave it to J.J. Abrams. Ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was also really surprised to hear the words "cheap tramp." Dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Said. yeah. Like that, like really, like took me out of the episode for a moment, because I, 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 I mean, like, I guess it's not like a like a bad word, but it's a pretty aggressive. Insult. I mean, tramp is <laughs> tramp is like, you know, it's just you're calling someone a slut without without calling <laughs> yeah. them a slut. You're just calling some a tramp is a slut. Is you calling someone a slut in like 1930 or trollop? Trollop, yeah, and Br- that's that's if you're calling someone a slut in 1930, and you're in Gra- and you're in Britain, which exactly. I know because my sister has taken to like calling she me a trollop over text. 30s era, oh yeah, got yeah, it. so got it. that makes sense. She's got a friend who's like really into like British curse words, apparently. So mm-hmm. I get a lot of those on the on the daily these days. Is the Pope Catholic, you cheeky tart. <laughs> Is the space Pope reptilian? Um. <laughs> that's the other pod, Michael. That's the other I know pod. that's. I know. Yeah, keep, stay with us in for, in five years for that one, burying the lead. Maybe I should just get this out of the way real quick. So again, this yeah. this narrative includes Helga enlisting Stinky to be her fake boyfriend to be, make Arnold jealous. I actually got to be someone's fake boyfriend for a day. Uh, oh my God, you have done it. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, it wasn't to make, it was not to make someone jealous. It was actually to like run interference to like basically, I guess, repel this boy this other boy from trying to like it was actually a really weird situation your your mouth is a gape um if you'd like me to just tell the story <laughs> i'll try and i'll be brief i won't use names um no i'm okay. i'm really excited to hear it don't use names because if you choose to use this in the pod but yeah 
You can type them to me. Okay, okay. To. It's no one that you even know, so it's it's oh, actually okay. fine. Never mind then. Okay. 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 But anyway, so like, okay, I was a freshman. Yeah, I was a freshman in high school. I had an opportunity to sort of like temporarily rejoin my middle school's band uh, for like a one-off performance because uh, my my teacher, rest in peace, Mr. Downs, he basically like was gathering up like his current marching band students, but also some like former from some former students of his so we could like, like infinity war yeah basically um on your left march into uh so we like marched into the uh the giants stadium we like marched mm-hmm. onto the fucking field and like played the star spangled banner and stuff so that was pretty cool okay so the girl in question uh she mm-hmm. was a year above me so she would have been just been starting her sophomore year of high school she was still in band but attending a different high school than me uh and there was a current student at the middle school so this this kid i think he was like he was a little hot to trot i believe he was like the section leader of the one or one of the section leaders of the percussion section or like some something along those lines so he did have a chip on his shoulder yeah kind of you know he had he was you know he was a little high on his supply not unlike arnold sometimes uh especially season one arnold yeah we were i think we were practicing we practiced for maybe like two days. We had maybe like two or three practices leading up to it because I think we were also, we were also uh, combining with one of the other bands. So our 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 good friend Tristan, his wife Sarah, was was at was at this. Uh, <laughs> she was part of this too because she she went to Cabrillo. So this kid, he like immediately like sets eyes like on this high school girl. He's like, oh hell oh yeah or whatever. He's like just kind of like trying to like you know your yeah. standard yeah. like chicken shit flirting middle school like. Yeah, just trying grade to eighth graders or whatever it was. Yeah, first. just just trying to yeah. kind of like sit next to her or whatever, like chat up conversation. It's <laughs> I was just like, okay, whatever, man. And then like day mm-hmm. of the game, I feel like or like something like that. I think maybe we were uh, getting ready. We were back at the school. We were like loading up the trailer and like getting on the bus to take us to the ballpark or however we were all getting there. Yeah. So anyway, what's uh, <laughs> it seems so derogatory. I'm just saying this for anonymity purposes. Um, what's her face goes up to me. She's like, Michael, I, I kind of need your help here. Like, he won't leave me alone. Blah blah blah. And like, and I'm pretty sure it was her idea. I you know, you know me and my heart. Like, yes, like I I had kind of like a I've def I've been accused of being a little girl crazy, but I never would have like put myself up for something like this. She was just like, can you just like do me a favor and like pretend pretend to be my boyfriend for the day so he'll leave me alone and like won't try to sit next to me like when we're actually watching the game and stuff and for context i actually had a pretty massive crush on this girl for like a few months when i was in seventh grade and she was in eighth i did not i actually i had a window i had a window but i did not go for it you didn't i did not i did not um (laughs) when we're off mike i'll i'll I'll, i mean you might tangentially be familiar um with who this is but anyway like Mm. But yeah, so I was like, yeah, why not, man? This is like, I don't know. This is like the equivalent of, you know, those Make-A-Wish kids getting to go to Disney World or the Neverland Ranch or something, you know, there or you that go. kid. You, were, you weren't living up here, but, you know, in like 2015, 2014, this terminally ill child got to be Batman for the day here in SF and everybody there you go. played into the bit. Uh, <laughs> so I just, I decided to give my seventh grade, no. throw my seventh, seventh grade self a bone here. And I was just like... Yeah. Hell yeah, I'll pretend to be a boyfriend for the day. Um, nice. It was chill. We just kind of like, we just kind of like held hands and stuff. And I think we were just like, you know, being very cutesy, eating our uh, chicken tenders and garlic fries during the game. Cute. Um, and yeah, you know, it was like, I have fond memories. Like, you know, nothing ever really happened between me and her. Like, again, I think I was similar to Arnold. 
like definitely infatuated, but like mm-hmm. kind of a dope when it came to the actual execution of yeah. like how to try and make something happen with this person. Yeah. <laughs> um, but good times though. Wow. Good times. Yeah, that was wow. uh, about seventeen seventeen years ago. <laughs> oh, bro. You know, you probably messed up because you weren't wearing spiked wristbands. No, no, I was not rocking the Chun Li's as as yeah. Stinky was in his yeah, first you could few appearances. And that might have helped you seal the deal. Might have. It might have. I mean, Rob Schneider was there telling us that we could do it. Like, you know, I all of the signs were pointing to, you know, telling me to just shoot my shot. But alas, I did not. Alas. Yeah. Hey, that's I okay, was Bucko. I was too wistful, forlorn, <laughs> and uh, crestfallen. Crestfallen. Melancholy. <laughs> he should have said, said, said crestfallen. I would have fucking died. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Oh melancholy was good already, yeah. but damn, crestfallen. Forlorn, wistful, and melancholy. It's like you really got the sense that the I think Christopher Wahlberg is the name of Stinky's voice actor. You really got the hmm. sense that he was seeing most of those words for the very first time when he sat, I mean, when he went in the booth. Just read slowly, anyway. That's so true. That's true. It works. It it's kind a good, of works. Feels out. like a performance choice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, this one again. I think. I think this one was a lot of visual, visual comedy, right? Like, I mean, you get Arnold coming in through the only door into the library, uh-huh. and Helga shouts and points aggressively at the door that he's coming, <laughs> just like wearing headphones, so can't hear shit. I actually have a question about Stinky, because again, this is the first time. This is like the first Stinky-centered. This yeah, is the first yeah. time Stinky like is a huge player in the storyline, rather than yeah, like just not just the being like being like the the hillbilly one man hillbilly greek chorus that he is in many other instances up yeah. to this point when helga first proposes it and he was very teen movie-esque it's like yeah. oh pretend to be my boyfriend for this thing and then of course like as it is in these movies like someone actually catches feelings da 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 i could never tell even as a kid and even now when he goes like why helga i always knew da. do you think was he being serious or do you think because like his his facial animation his face is drawn kind of like glazed over so i couldn't tell he's like Okay, whatever, man. Like, as long as I get a Mr. Nutty Bar out of it. Like, it was really hard for me to... Because then it, it seems more like he, over the course of, you know, running these schemes, he does, like, he catches feelings way harder for Helga or whatever. So I couldn't yeah. really tell where he was at with it. I mean, I think when I, I wrote the sentence down, too, and the and the line read is, I guess I find you attractive in your own way, but yeah. I never recognize the extent <laughs> of your feelings for me. Right. And those two clauses put together they lead into one another, right? Like, I guess I find you attractive in your own way. Mm-hmm. For me, doesn't read like attraction at all. Yeah, and it this, is. Yeah, you're, you're kind of right? like trying to let him down easy exactly. when you say it like that. But then the second one plays that you acknowledge their feelings, even if they're mm-hmm. superfluous or like, mm-hmm. you know, in this case, you know, for another end. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, I think he definitely like was just in it for the Mr. Nutty Bar. I think mm-hmm. like he knew he knew the game. Yeah, he, he didn't intend to catch feelings. No, uh, no, this is he didn't, he didn't want business. to be rude and put her down. So. He's a southern gentleman. <laughs> it was transactional. It was yeah. transactional. I respect it. Yeah, I don't think he was rude about it. No, no, he was. He was. He was game. Yeah, he recognized this was a this was an exchange of of services, <laughs> and the services involved two Mister Nutty Bars. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Mister Nutty Bars. Uh, what what candy bar would you take as payment? Were you stinky? One grand. Oh, baby. damn. One. Hundred two, one of them or two easy. of them because those are I haven't tried to eat one of those in years and All I do remember of them. Oh, I take God. fifty million of them <laughs> and then store them in like 
well temperature controlled mm-hmm. places. You so had, you'd have to melt into each other, or they don't freeze because do it would be so tough. Do uh, they even make those, those anymore? Hell yeah, they, oh, they do. do. Okay, no, you better I'm believe attention. it. All right, you better believe, believe that, it. baby. Hundred grams are great. If uh, if someone who is creating Mars bar goods and creation. I highly recommend a dark chocolate 100 grand. And that would be clutch because (laughs) all of the things that are inside the 100 grand are firing on all cylinders, but the milk chocolate sometimes pushes it over just a little too sweet. That's a good point. If you were to do dark chocolate and dare I wager have a little sea salt sprinkling on top. Come on, bro. I guarantee you that I would buy at least one. Or he would at least, <laughs> or, he would, or he would at least let let a let a woman pay him. Uh, I would let someone pay me in pay, two in new dark chocolate, grand dark chocolate, sea salt sprinkled hundred grand bars, and I would advertise mm. it on the podcast, okay, which is right I think on. a compelling a compelling right sell. On. We have at least double digit viewers. Yes, let me rephrase. A double digits worth of people have at least viewed at least one episode. There we go. There we go. Yeah. But then I'm more flattered if there are people who have like, if some of those numbers account for people who've listened to these episodes more than once, like if anything, that's, that's flattering in its own way. Absolutely. I would probably just, Come at me. At, in my childhood at that point, I think I was definitely, I was already like team Twix. So I probably would have just uh, gone for yes. the Twixes. Ah, uh, yes. Never really Another left. Good choice. Yeah. Also in the Mars bar family, right? Yes. In crazy? the Mars corporation for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. For so, sure. uh, Mars bar, PC one eighteen pod at gmail.com. <laughs> oh lordy! Uh, <laughs> the thing about this episode that it this feels it's similar to, again to operate to Operation Ruthless, where like Helga keeps getting hurt running these schemes and whatnot. Like they do that a few times. Mm-hmm. This one, like, I guess it's funny as it's in its own way because we actually see like someone who doesn't really deserve it getting. Kind of well, Stinky never actually gets hurt, right? He just drops no. Helga. He like throws her Launch, into the launches, launches her into the organ. He, and he the organ player should have yes. been grandma. Now, yeah, she might. She looked like a, a rejected grandma character design. Like, yeah, yeah, it looked like a stand-in. Mm-hmm. It would be yeah. nice to see like grandma taking odd jobs around the city or something. I that would have been die. a great running gag because she's she always like doing something good, different like, anyway. Just, npc in the background <laughs> of scenes that you're not expecting because like phil is i mean grandpa runs the boarding house like he's the one like taking taking rent applications and stuff yeah. like i mean like you know grandma cooks but yeah that would be that would have been a great thing uh for the show for her to just pop mm-hmm. up everywhere yeah uh just you know like <laughs> officer jenny nurse joy style everywhere doing everything God. all at but once yeah, no stinky doesn't get anything but heartbroken in this that's episode. true no he doesn't even get stung yeah. by the bees even though he's yeah. right there too i'm allergic to bees yeah. i get it he's got that barrel chest though like when when they go roller skating like mm-hmm. he fills he's... out that leotard <laughs> stinky stinky was getting it this whole episode i'm not gonna lie i'm not gonna lie stinky stinky's secretly a, a badass a little bit like a very just like humble badass i think all the same like stinky seems like just a good i mean i don't remember any of the other episodes but stinky just seems like a good down-to-earth like i think he stays guy. that way i think you're gonna like a, a lot more of like this the stinky stuff that's to come he's probably the least problematic of all of the bo- of the bo- of the boys he's neutral good <laughs> except maybe like once Arnold's or new or lawful evil maybe like one or two one or two occasions he's like okay yes this is well, yes we get it he was originally like one of the bullies like yeah. part of like the bully gang or whatever but yeah but otherwise yeah. i think he stays just he's just he's just a good old boy 
Hmm. Dukes of Hazard. Also, we got one specific hate Arnold moment. It's mm -hmm. that they're choosing to toss and play a catch you just across throw a walkway. <laughs> Why? Like, there are two of you there that had to have thought, oh, this would maybe be an inconvenience. There's nobody else in the park. There's literally no one else in this in this stretch of the park. No one's going to steal Arnold's baseball. Asshole. And even if there were someone that was going to steal your baseball, how does playing across the walkway that is true. help that? I mean, if anything, no. that just runs further risk of your ball coming in to like, the general vicinity of a person who is not you. Yeah. And, and then absconding and your ball with said baseball. It. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Uh -huh. Hate Arnold. See you in the funny papers. It's kind of nice that Arnold doesn't talk for like two thirds of this episode. Like, isn't it great <laughs> to get a breath? <laughs> again, I think it's well. Maybe it's because too. Like again, like this this first Arnold actor, Sean Connery. Like his voice was dropping more and more as you get into mm -hmm. it, and then at that point, I think you just Arnold has to kind of stay in that like breathier upper register for me to like personally really like really sympathize with him. I think like the deeper the voice went, like the more, I don't know. It's interesting. The characterization of him just got a little more unsavory. Like there's a lot of like, Ew. like Arnold, we're going to have to kind of yeah. sit through, I think like with these, this particular batch of episodes, but you know, yeah. I'm trying to stay focused, I, but I yeah. do think that low pitch Arnold does really well in the like tender heart to heart. Yes. Moments. Like, That's a good point. I that is a good point. The, this line delivery right yeah. before he's an asshole and like shouts out Helga's name. Yeah. Like, when he first is relating to Stinky and like trying to like console him a little bit. Solid, solid deep pitch Arnold. Like yeah. feels approachable, feels like he's cognizant of, you know, what's on Stinky's mind. And then he fucks it all up. Helga Pataki! With the dramatic like clutching of the, uh, the swing chain. <laughs> I'm rolling my eyes so hard. Uh, do you want to backtrack real quick? Because like I, I always thought this was really talk funny. About the house, right? Yeah, we got to well, we got to talk about this brief glimpse into Stinky's home life. Yep. Um. So Helga breaks up with Stinky after getting stung by a bunch of bees. No. Uh, her Southern Belle shtick did not work out. No. And no, uh, did not. Mr. Peterson. I don't know if we ever learned his name, but Mr. Peterson, Stinky's dad, <laughs> knocks on his door. <laughs> And uh, offers him this uh, this uh, cheese sandwich, and I think it's Mr. Principal Ward's voice actor doing just it like a really like, like it. it sounds it sounds like a yeah, very like I'm just tame sure. Southern drawl, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm just like, oh yeah, I did see like I forgot like you know we I grew up we grew up in that era of just like white bread, like Oscar Mayer ham and like American cheese, you know. Mm -hmm. And there's kids yep. who would just bring cheese sandwiches to school. I remember that, you know. Yeah. So I'm Absolutely. just like that. Actually, sounds kind of good. <laughs> like just a, it's just not bad. A basic it's not ass a bad cheese sandwich, meal yeah, whatsoever. Yeah. yeah, and they pack easily and they travel in purple bags just but, fine. But you could tell like it was an interesting arc to this because this is before like Stinky tells Arnold what's going on, and you can tell he's still kind of like the the reality of the pain that he's in is registering. Yeah. He's not like weeping, but he's he, he's not like verbally weeping, but he is tearful. He's tearful into a pillow, it, yeah. Yeah, and that is when he when he says he's he's what is he? I'm too forlorn, melancholy, melancholy and wistful. And wistful. <laughs> I can't, Dad. So, do you mind if I, I eat the cheese sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> what is he going? I don't Whoa, care. <laughs> Jumps up and like heel clicks and everything. I'm sorry if I peaked everybody. No, no, not at all. That was great. Your, your new mic technology is going great. Mm, yeah, mm. you're welcome, everybody. You're welcome, my sweet darling. I guess um, I'm the loud line read now. But yes, 
looks so fucking funny. It's so <laughs> funny. You have this again. Yeah, it looks like Courage the Cowardly House's fucking house. Uh, it's like Courage the, the Cowardly, Cowardly Dog Dog's house meets up. Like, <laughs> meets yeah, meets up. Meets Stuart Little just dropped yeah. into the middle of this yeah, urban cityscape. Yeah. <laughs> Which I don't know. It's so, there's the dirt so, plot. Like, warm and comforting yeah, yeah, yeah. about yeah, it yeah. too. Like it just looks so humble and mm -hmm. nice. And honestly, it looks warm. Yeah. In com in comparison to like the like. Uh, I guess relatively cool show vibes. I think mm -hmm. as a whole, except for like the summer episodes where it's just like gross orange warm. Not a lot of brown on this show, so I guess it's nice yeah. to see like a brown structure. Exactly. Yeah. Also, Phoebe's was killing it on the jump rope. She was like, she was getting it, eyes closed, didn't give a tit. She was, yeah. She was kind of just going, yeah, she, vibing. She really was. She really was. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <sighs> Does that, I believe Stinky specifically says that he's crazy in love. I don't know if he tells this to Arnold or Helga, but you know, mm -hmm. he was he was crazy in love like a good seven years before Beyonce. Six, seven years. Yeah. So, good on him. Basically wrote uh, the lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he also said, put me down like an old dog. Like me down like too. an old dog. I'm just a simple country boy and you're talking in riddles. <laughs> and then this is when Helga overhears them talking about like planning to go meet somewhere, right? And yeah, they like think drinking at the yeah. LK water fountain. That's uh -huh. an LK water fountain, not generic. It's a name brand. LK oh, it water was. Fountain. That is what I saw. Yeah, yeah. And uh -huh. the LK Manufacturing Company was founded in 1920 by Leo <laughs> Katz and his son, Louis. It started with three employees uh, this and is... rented premises in Chicago's near North Side. And during World War II, LK supplied sinks and commodes to equip the U.S. military. Like, God damn it. They've been around for almost 100 years. And they had government contracts during World War II. And <laughs> everybody just says, oh, it looks like a generic water fountain. And yeah, the reason that almost all water fountains in use in America look the same is because of the main and largest company mm. that has been manufacturing them in the United States for two years shy of literally 100 years. <laughs> That's why they all look the same because wow. they're all LK fixtures. You like absolute the, imbecile. They're the only game in town for them. Oh, thank you for the Phoebe's notepad. Just make sure you introduce it as a Phoebe's notepad. Oh, that uh, was off of my brain. Okay, Sorry. that works. But that was a Phoebe's notepad. Yeah, we'll call it a Phoebe's notepad re retroactively. Okay, put that in Phoebe's notepad. That was in Phoebe's notepad. Cool. I guess we can kind of go to the denouement of this story. Arnold gives uh, Stinky a pep talk on just moving on with his life, etc. We don't hear the rest of the conversation. It fades out. They're back at the movie theater. Mm -hmm. uh, Helga sees Stinky loaded, ready with uh, popcorn and uh, soda. She thinks that he's like stalking her. Basically, tries to be like, "Dude, what did I tell you? Like, I don't like you. Get it through your head." Nah, 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 nah. Mm -hmm. And he's like, "No, wait, you don't understand." Blah blah blah. Maybe it's better that we like got this episode when we did because if it was originally in the run of season one, it would have been too close to this. I'm just curious. Was your was your mind blown like now or back then to see that Gloria was an actual person and not just some <laughs> <laughs> and not what? what no you thought she was a figment of someone's imagination? Well, okay, because freaking Magic Show is her first appearance is in Magic Show during. <laughs> During Helga's during Helga's dream that of like oh everybody's happier without me, she's like she's essentially stalked by Gloria, who's like okay. she's yeah. like she feels like oh like this Gloria person comes in and fills the void that I leave, but she everyone likes her better because she's nice and sweet and bakes cookies for everybody. We don't see her at all besides that. Like she only we only see her within the context of Helga's hallucination, the fact that she's also blonde has a similar dress, you know. Like, yeah. so uh, it's just, 
<laughs> it's the funniest. And this is Helga's first huh. time. This is Helga's first time seeing and meeting her too in real life. So like it would have been it was they were so close. She went go Gloria. Who's Gloria? Like it yeah. would have been amazing if they just straight up called back Magic Show and had her follow yeah. that up with this chump is Gloria. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she should have just offered freaking she should have just whipped out a plate of fresh baked cookies from Hammerspace. Just to wh- she should have. But Damn. yeah. If she had the tray of cookies coming mm-hmm. to the chair too, I would die. <laughs> I honestly just forgot that it was Gloria. This okay, episode. okay. Like I remembered that the wrap up was something silly like that, but I forgot it was Gloria. <laughs> <laughs> oh and I God. think that's the only time we see her ever again. Like that's, that's oh, really? Yeah, I think she's a one off. You didn't yeah. even get cast a two off, a two off. You know, that was amazing. I just love how like I just love how yeah. Again, it's still Francesca Smith, like Helga's voice actor, also voicing Gloria, and it's just this mm-hmm. like super milk toast <laughs> like goody two shoes like can do no wrong yeah that's yeah, her doing her arnold impression <laughs> <laughs> oh shit <laughs> that one that landed better than you I think arnold can arnold too. can't bake arnold can barely pour himself a bowl of sugar chunk cereal he can't bake cookies yeah arnold can't do shit <laughs> take credit for other people's uh, hard work Rhonda's right <laughs> hey everybody Rhonda's right this is what she said but now i'm saying it. <laughs> <sighs> Arnold, careful! Yeah. Your virtues are signaling. Yeah. <laughs> hate you, Arnold. Oh my God! Oh, you know what else we hate on because he has a crush on a teacher that he takes seriously, and then gaslights himself into thinking <laughs> that she has a crush on him. Okay, right on. So take us into the second half. Yeah, of this yeah, you, uh, farce, romantic farce. Do you want me to introduce this one? Do you need a, Do you need a minute? No, join okay. in with me, everybody, okay. as we remove this cassette or this VHS. Turn the page. And uh, I'm going to say that this is a VHS player that you turn it over mm-hmm. to, to put back in. But before you turn it over, you're like, hmm, do I just go to the next episode? <laughs> and you're like, you know what? No, I want to make sure that I digest all 12 of these VHS <laughs> tapes that I rented from the library. So you turn it over and you take a deep breath and you push it back <laughs> in. And you got the title card that says Crush on Teacher. Oh, Lordy. You know, you could regret this, or, or maybe you won't, because it's <laughs> interesting. Um, it shares the air date, November 5th, 1997, written by Joseph Ferdy, directed by Stark Howell and George... Chialtis? 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 Yeah. Not Chianti. <laughs> Got it. In this episode, Arnold develops a crush on Miss Felter, a substitute teacher, thinking she returns the feelings and that she is having dinner at her house, only to realize that the one she invited was her fiancé, whose name is Arsenal. Also, Arnold, mm-hmm. featuring... Julia Louis Dreyfus as Miss Felton. Yes, hey. Seinfeld Zone, uh, also of Arrested Development fame. Mm-hmm. She was in this and recent movie for A twenty four called "You Hurt My Feelings," which was pretty good. I know her best as Rochelle from the twenty thirteen adventure family film Planes. <laughs> <laughs> which, for those who are for the uninitiated, is a spinoff of the Cars franchise the and which is most that, definitely not a ripoff of the chevron talking car commercials exactly and mm. that movie happened just, just like, like this episode, episode. <laughs> <laughs> i doubt oh, planes man. was as romantically and sexually confusing <laughs> as this episode was <laughs> I, I should hope not i really really should hope not. oh my god this this episode i don't remember it making me this uncomfortable <laughs> like i remember 
the line delivery on um you said you've a, set a fine table my fair senorita i didn't remember that everything about this episode makes me feel gross <laughs> like i don't i don't think there was a moment in this episode where i wasn't like like hugging myself <laughs> trying to <laughs> wish it was over hugging yourself I, pa and... I paused it like three times to like go and do something else to decompress and that's saying something when these episodes are 12 minutes long dude yeah uh, okay let me just let me just uh let me just helga note let me just check in with phoebe's notepad for this real quick in retrospect like the, the release of this episode coming out when it did I, mean, I think it's a complete accident but still like you know like <laughs> i think it's normal for like it's normal for i think like children to kind of have these like whatever passing crushes on like adult like mm -hmm. figures and stuff like i mean I'll, I'll i'll say more i'll speak more to that but like the fact that this episode happened and released when it did the timing of this it's just weirdly coincidental with okay does the name mary Kay letourneau mean anything to you no but mary Kay pisses me off okay well this this is probably like the the other this is this mary Kay is about to, it's going to piss you off too so this is like one of the most like widely publicized sort of like media frenzy court cases of the 90s. In 1997, a teacher uh, by the name of Mary Catherine or Mary Kay Letourneau was uh, pleaded guilty on two counts of felony second degree uh, RAPE of a child. Uh, the child in question was Vili Fuolau, who was 12 years old when relations first became, happened between them when she was his sixth grade teacher. She originally met him when she was his second grade teacher. I think she got she got pregnant while she was on trial. She gave birth to their child when they were in court and stuff. And I think like after and they like I think part of her sentencing was to like never see him again. They stayed in touch the entire time after she and I think they got married while she was still in jail or got married after they got out. Uh, she has since passed. Yeah, that happened just as this episode did. Yeah, and it's so she's like, oh, dude, like it's just very. It's just very, very unfortunate timing no, of, of this, no. this episode's release. Uh, so some very strange context for sure. It never gets that bad because clearly Miss Shelter's totally like not aware of any of this stuff or not aware of like Arnold's feelings at all. Again, Arnold deludes himself the entire time. Yeah, 100%. And yeah. it is, yeah, it's just dumb. It's just dumb. It's just like... Another hate Arnold episode. I don't get it. I don't know if we were supposed to like if this was just like in a plea to kind of whatever like show that he's like fallible, like he doesn't, you know, because usually like he kind of has oh, the answers and is always like the moral already. compass of everyone. But yeah, no, I think it was like <laughs> I think it just like no, let's just show that Arnold's just as like dumb and self deluded as like like capable of like self delusion as any of his friends are. Like yeah, I don't I don't even think this was a cute crush either. You know what I mean? No, like, no. I don't think there was like there wasn't a moment of this where I was like, oh, that's, I can see that. Because, like, what? The first thing that she says to him is, you look like a competent volunteer. Like, something that's not, like, no, not at all. Well, most like, oh, most yeah. subs don't know what to say to these kids anyway. You know, there's that there's that trial period of them, like, trying to learn to read the room. Um, I guess so. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. And, I mean, I guess it's not saying that I would develop a crush on this teacher, but, like, she was clever. You divided and conquered was a mm -hmm. was a clever like a clever delivery. But like, what what the fuck else happened, Arnold? Like, no, it was substitute teachers for years or months dude, or weeks. Like, dude, it was frozen. It was frozen. Anna meets Hans. They sing "Love Is an Open Door." He's like, uh, yeah, Andrew I'll Trump, marry you. Like, great yeah. song, great song. Like, great. Yeah. And in the the Broadway rendition was 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 pretty awesome. 
I think it's like again. I think it's normal for like kids to feel like a certain weird like light bulb level of at least not if not attraction at least attachment to kind of like yeah. older adults. Like I remember as a kid, like I would go to the freaking the boys and girls club across the street from my school. I was mm. always picked up late, and I would usually cry because I would always thought my like my parents forgot me or whatever. But like the lady who worked the boys and girls club, her name was Heather, and I like I still wonder to this day. I'm like, how old was she really? Because I was like. In the first grade, she might have only been like 22, 23, but I don't know. Mm. All adults were the same age to me at that time. But Absolutely. like, yeah, she would always like keep me company like until I got picked up and whatnot. Like I didn't have a crush on her, but I certainly, I think I definitely at the very least saw her as like, hello, like after school mommy <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, like made um, it better while you were waiting for your parents. Yeah, precisely. But I never like fantasized about us like drinking, you know, aphrodisiac milkshakes together that she just whips out from under the desk dead-eyed staring at each other dude the the lips the way the lips are drawn in this episode the way arnold's mouth is drawn in these various like (laughs) arnold deserved that ball to the gut he really did and it did not knock the sense into him so i'm I'm happy that he had a (laughs) whatever like a stomach concussion to write her name all over the answer sheet Oh, because he, oh yeah, he does take the, he, he, the homework out is afterwards. That's a good point. Dude, yeah. And yeah. it was long division. You solved that problem on the thing. So you're not sleep deprived and, and you don't par- get concussed from getting in the stomach. Idiot. That's true. Concussions you're are only for the head. A weirdo. You knew how to do those problems. <laughs> oh my God. And apparently he still turns in his homework as such. Cause he just goes to the guy. He's like, look at my homework, Gerald. Like, oh my God. God. And I don't know. Again, Miss Felter's a stuff. She's like, whatever, yo. Like, Miss Slovak's away at her golf tournament or whatever. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm just I'm just a placeholder <laughs> here right yeah. now. Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, yeah. oh. How about how about that poor middle-aged man clearly suffering from adult acne? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the Miss, so Miss, Miss Felter doppelganger. <laughs> so unnecessary. <laughs> That man was the one saving grace. The handlebar time. mustache, the the Hulk yeah. Hogan mustache, and <laughs> was he like wearing a bandana? Yeah, he was. He was like he was working out. Like I guess that's to to be that justified why his hair was like back in such a way that yeah. Arnold would have mistaken him from Miss Felter for from behind. <laughs> I'm dead. I'm dead. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I will give it to Arnold. Like the plaid blazer was a is a fire look. Like he was sure he was styling. Sure, he was sure. styling. Yeah, and it was it was on for his character too. Um, oh, good point. Yeah, because he wears the plaid shirt anyway. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, yeah. so he, he's like, okay, clearly the misfelter likes likes my drip, so I'm just gonna keep mm-hmm. keep it going. You know what I'm saying? It was collared. It was yeah. unbuttoned. Yeah. It was hemmed appropriately. So somebody put in some work there, for just quick a uh, quick recast because yes. I don't know. Just quick. I mean, I know we already kind of like had our Arnold picks, but just for this episode exclusively, especially once we got to like Arnold, like simping about poetry toby mcguire i'm gonna need you to step in for this one real quick <laughs> okay yeah, back. He's, gonna, he's gonna stunt double like since Sid, sid's not in this episode so he could do it but yeah just like spider-man too like i've been reading poetry <laughs> day by day he gazed upon her day by day he sighed with passion it's it no the crazy thing is it's like excessive but it's also extremely half-assed infatuation <laughs> with this yeah. with this teacher yeah, um so absolutely. Like, what's, which no, you know toby mcguire could, could do in spades yeah and then gerald gives arnold lessons i'm confused about this i have i have a question here yeah okay. i did take french so i got you okay great what did what do you think gerald's gerald seemed to be playing multiple angles of this situation 
Like I couldn't like at what he's ribbing Arnold about the crush on Felter, like Miss Felter, like giving him crap about it. And then he's like, here, let me help you prepare for this date so that you can potentially enter into a relationship with your adult substitute teacher. Yeah. Fuck like that. I couldn't really, t- Gerald's, Gerald's game was yeah. uh, very confusing. This, I mean, this episode. I, <laughs> I had assumed that when the, like the day after, or I, I forget which day in the episode this is, but like when Gerald says like, Oh, if she calls you out, then maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I feel like that was Gerald's like in kind way of saying, if you get this validation, then I'll back you up. Oh, I see. Okay. Sure. And then I like to believe that Gerald is the kind of person that knows that he has, you know, taken that side. So he's going to go and do a little bit of investigation to make sure he sets his friend up for success. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm not led to believe that he would read Cosmo like independently. So he probably just picked up the latest app, like the latest issue. Yeah. Read that you're very special mademoiselle. <laughs> <laughs> found out what tete-a-tete means. Good for him. And then maybe in a romance novels found the senorita. Maybe, line. maybe. But yeah, I think Gerald's the real. Yeah, Ger- Gerald's the homie. He knows he knows when he's uh, he's dumb, but he's trying to get his friend set up for true what he believes in. And at a certain point, and also yeah. a dumb kid too, right? Yeah, he's he is also a child. And yes, of course, yeah. it's like even if your friend is potentially like at a certain like, especially like up to a certain age, you're just gonna kind of like roll with what your friend ultimately wants to do because you want to be supportive, yeah. even if yeah. it's potentially going to blow up in their face. Yeah. You kind of at least Absolutely. need to like allow them the grace to. Have take that blast. He was the know, he was the graciously. pillow for for Arnold to fall on, but yes. it doesn't excuse them knowing where she lives. Yeah, that is good point. I mean, we're in the era of like phone books and stuff, though, with all with this show. So as long yes. as she's like listed, there's only. But didn't she somebody... say she was just moving in with, him, or I guess she, he was moving in at her new her, apartment? So she, was... she was my first night in my new apartment. Yeah, maybe maybe Arnold Skelter. Felter, Felter, Skelter. Felter, Skelter. Julia, Gulia. Um. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Should we just go? I guess we should just go to like the the uh, dramatic conclusion of like yeah. Arnold slowly, like continually realizing he's in too deep. Yeah. Um, yeah. He deserves so this. He clearly, Miss Felter reads the same magazines as Gerald. Um, yep. She did Absolutely. everything to the letter. Yeah, um, 100%. Yep. <laughs> my favorite line reading of Arnold's, though, is yes. besides sometimes my pants, they, they talk. Um, exactly which is, one. Uh, napkins? Fancy? Napkins? <laughs> <laughs> so good. He's so like choking good. on his way. He's like, oh, fuck, it's happening. <laughs> yeah. It's either, oh, fuck, it's happening. Or, oh, fuck, it's happening. <laughs> he has to go to the bathroom to adjust his, his talking pants. His talking pants, his, <laughs> his pants that are saying things to him. I said, his ripe young age. I said, I, I noted down. Oh, I'm sure his pants have been doing a lot of talking uh, yes. this week. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> Disgusting. He also says ah enchilada, and that's pretty. That's pretty, like the greatest amount of stupid writing. <laughs> I think. Oh, enchilada. I mean, oh, it's just... close because it's kind of rhymes with denada, but like it's still no, also it's, a little it's racist. It's, in, it's intentional. Okay. okay, fine, fine, fine. Terrible writing, and I loved it. <laughs> no, I forgot to purr. <laughs> I know. Gerald's like, did you purr? <laughs> just like going down the line. He's like, clothes, Valentino, clothes. Yes, yes. 
I mean, I just maintain that Arnold deserved everything about this train wreck that he <laughs> uh, He's a very, and he rubs his hands together here, like he uses the that line was, twice. Uh, he's our beautiful temple, fair senorita. No, and then way to miss every single cue, Arnold, the whole time. Miss <laughs> Felter gets points for letting him down easy. Yeah, understanding. I mean, she's a Miss like, Felter's a Connie. I mean, like, well, better, but I mean, it's a similar resolution. Like, just be yourself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. It's all good. Yeah. She didn't ask for any of this. She's just a, yeah, she's a substitute teacher. But then Skelter delivers the line, which is a great way to end the episode. Uh-huh. <laughs> like one last attempt at making your audience laugh. Um, sorry, darn, guys. darn glad to meet you, Arnold. Was that Grandpa? It was Grandpa. Right? It was definitely it was Dan Castellaneta. Yeah. 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 So good. He deserves it. Shouts out to you. <laughs> uh, and then the episode ended. And then you take the VHS out. You don't bother rewinding it. Yeah, you just let, you let, you let the underpaid clerks at yeah. California super video deal with it. Yeah. This is the moment where like, if you had like the sleeves and you're putting them back in order, or if you're like, you know, some people and you just put the, um, you put the VHS in the next one that opens up. This is the mm-hmm. one that you put in the right slot because you uh-huh. know, you're not going to take it right back out. And then it reminds you to reset all the other ones and put them in their right slot. And then you're proud of yourself because you go on to the next episode and you feel better about it and fresh. Oh, you certainly will. You certainly will. Yeah. Quick, quick question: yeah. Does this, did this VHS tape con- contain a, a commercial slash teaser for the uh, cartoon slash extended toy commercial Dragonflies? Yeah, it probably okay. did. Okay, it was cool. also orange. Dragonflies maximize. I don't remember the name of that. I don't remember the name, the rest of that song. But it's like flight is fight. White is might. No, that's pretty. That definitely wasn't the other half of that song. <laughs> Are you sure it was white is might? Is that the line? I'm pretty sure that was it, Michael. Um, no. Oh wait, shoot. That's uh. That's that was that was. Grand, that's the other pod. That was the Grand Wizard of Oz. <laughs> Grand Sorry. Wizard of Oz. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> You're gonna, I'm, if I'm coming in a little hotter, we 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 uh, came off of a hot, hot, hot Jackbox sesh uh, about three nights ago, so we're like yeah. extra fired up doing this today. Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm very excited because next week's episodes are ones that I feel like I remember being okay. probably watching as an adult. I'll be like, oh man, I feel bad for enjoying these episodes, but I remember enjoying. Season two, episode fifteen. Red right on Hall Monitor and Harold's apartment. Yes, please. Yes, please. I'm Happen. so stoked for 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 at least the second one. Yeah, Hall Monitor is good. We get we get a little Phoebe centricness for <laughs> once. Like let her come out. Oh yeah. So I guess we. Oh, we've already casted Phoebe. My bad. Uh, but um, did we do Harold? No, because I think see. we started fan cast after we did Harold's Kitty. So we're gonna cast Harold we next week. Cool. Do Harold cool, next cool. week. And if we want the rabbi yeah. <laughs> as well. I'm <laughs> but, down. Okay. Cool. I'm down. Well, let me highlight those so ready for him. As always, we like to end with some Mr. Simmons morals <laughs> oh, of, of, of these episodes. So, well, um, <laughs> yeah. Well, so. who's, who needs the moral in Helga's boyfriend? Because it's more Stinky's story than it is Helga's. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna be honest. I think the moral here might just be 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 a stinky, not a Helga. That's true. Yeah, even if she is Helga and you're stinky, be stinky. Yeah. Be stinky. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, be in a world be full stinky. of Helgas, be stinky. Yeah. And in Crush on Teacher, be stinky. Yeah, just don't be Arnold <laughs> just, at just, all. Just, just put these episodes next to each other as a you know like a juxtaposition of what to and to not do, <laughs> and just be stinky all the way through. Okay, 
Um, I think that's 100 percent, 100%, my darling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, as always, everybody never eat raspberries. <laughs>